0: Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. Let's Talk Peaches is a community where all humans come to have raw, authentic, open, and respectful conversations about various topics. Nothing is off the table. All topics are welcome. Get ready to dive in and explore the uplifting as well as the extremely uncomfortable. Be sure to come back and check us out every week. We put out new episodes every Monday. If you're new, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We appreciate appreciate that so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate so that. So much appreciation. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. So happy to have you here. We're so excited for this week's episode. Um, I think... I think it can be maybe I don't know. I was super interested in this topic, but I wonder if some people might be like, "Oh my god, investing like boring." But I think there's so much power behind it. This is about this is about how, do, how to make money by without doing, doing no- a damn with <laughs> <thing>. doing nothing. <laughs> free money free, free money, money. <laughs> so free the money into my bank account yeah so we were super excited to have Sophia on the peach pod she is such a amazing lady mm-hmm. everyone can always use more money and this is also when you invest you're thinking of future you future me yes. I remember, and I just I we literally just opened up a Roth IRA account and um didn't know or not even meant beforehand i just opened my first my first roth ira account and i was like all right future me take my money like it's for future me future always 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 and i think we talk about this in the episode be thinking about future you and Mm -hmm. because future us can be forgotten a lot and we do talk about that in the episode so it's it's more than just like mechanical investment you know money talk. It's, it's, yeah. it's more than that. It goes deeper than that. It's empowering. It's em- it is empowering. We talk about how to invest. So mm-hmm. yes, we do talk about some of the logistics. So there is some like how to, um, but we also talk about why it's important. Are there any limits to it? What do you need in order to do it? Why is it important for you? How, if you're somebody that wants to start a business, how is it important or why is it important or how can you do it? So these, there's so many really great nuggets and jam-packed and very nutrient very very nutritious episode is 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 right before you yes um but also that being said we are talking about investing on a generic broad spectrum yeah yeah everybody uh, like like a fingerprint everyone's financial situation is different and oh yeah and like that includes like if you have kids, if you don't have kids, if you want to work for the for your or entire life just, or if you want to retire by the time you're yeah, 40. Or just like how much money you bring in. Like yeah. it, it's so all, many different factors. There's all these different, you know, these different facts about you and your situation that, um, you know will depict which direction you should go in your investing journey. Right. And this is a very umbrella, very general conversation about it. So keep that in mind. And if you're very interested in what we talk about here and you want to learn about okay, I have this information. Where do I go from here? We talk about, yeah. and Talk to a professional, talk though, to, a professional to get about... specific advice yeah, for you. Totally. If that's something that you want. Absolutely. Also, before we dive into the episode, we have some discount codes for you. The Elevest team was so generous enough to give us some discounts. We have a discount for two months free on a monthly uh, membership plan. And then we have 10% off their coaching services. So if you are interested in that, the discount codes and all of the information about them are in the show notes and the codes are going to be active until august 31st of 2021 so definitely check it out if you're interested thank you so much to the lfs team for gracing us with this with these lovely goodies um but yeah
1: anyway so i guess we'll
0: queue up sophia (laughs) yeah um we're super excited about this one and it's gonna be great okay brb peaches All right, peaches. We have Sophia with us. Hi, Sophia. Hi. We were, Lynn and I were debating this a little bit. Yeah. Is it L-vest or Ella vest L-a-vest. Ah. Yeah. vest vest yeah. Good to I was know. wrong. We get this question a lot.
1: We get this question a lot. It's totally normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I When I originally saw it, I said Vest in my head, but then I heard, I thought I heard someone else say LVest. So mm-hmm. we wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that we got that right. Yeah.
1: It's based on our, our CEO. It's like a, involved with the Elevate Network, mm-hmm. which is a great group. So it's it kind of, it came from that, right? So it's
0: LVest. Okay.
1: So yeah.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fab. Yeah. People have tried, to, people have tried to like
1: debate me on that, by the way, which is oh. weird. Cause I, like, yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, you would know,
0: you know more than, <laughs> That, I mean, they would know but okay but psa <laughs> yeah <laughs> we love to start off by asking like how you're doing how was your day we're at the end of a work day or kind of like coming to an yeah. end of a work day so What's how's up it going Peach?
1: today was like a a really Monday monday i'm not gonna lie mm, <laughs> but cute. it's good like i'm happy to be here and like ending on a solid note just like talking about yeah. the fun stuff yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It's like a, it's, it's okay. It's just, you know, a, a Monday, but ending ending well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ending on a high. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about investing mm-hmm. and Elevest. Mm-hmm. But first, I'd like to know a little bit about your journey and how you got into financial. You're a money coach, yeah. like all of this stuff. A little, a little bit about you. A
1: little backstory. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm Sophia. Hello. <laughs> basically how did I get here I have a business degree in human resources and pretty quickly it was like mm, no, nope, not my jam uh-huh. <laughs> so I spent probably six months plus no more than that just like trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do with my life which was a great time
0: mm-hmm. always a fun thing to do mm-hmm.
1: yeah I know <laughs> fell into it in the way I, we I had like a, a family friend that's, that was a financial advisor, is a financial advisor at, at Morgan Stanley. And there was this job opportunity there. And basically he said, I think you'd be good at this interview for it. See if it appeals to you. And I did. And it appealed to me. And <laughs> I figured, why not? And so I got into finance. Like, prior to that, I had no background in like studying it or really learning about it from a professional standpoint. But at Morgan Stanley, I was there for a few years and basically like learned the gist of financial planning and more like the wealth management side of things, right? So like in retail investing, I guess you could say for like regular people. (laughs) And that really just like spurred my love of it. I've had a lot of people in my life, fortunately, from a very early age that ground this stuff into me like on a personal finance level which I know a lot of people don't have which is part of the reason I'm so passionate about telling everyone about it but from like working at Morgan Stanley I just like my love of this kind of stuff developed a lot and um, I noticed a lot of the time when working with clients they're all wonderful I have nothing bad to say about the clients that I worked with but a lot of them were um, men and
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, or the a lot of women who did come to see me like you know, with their spouses or if their spouse had passed away or something like that, just like really did not know what was going on. Like they had never taken the time to learn it or no one had ever taken the time to explain it to them. Mm. So they were just really clueless and it sort of started spurring this like desire in me to um mm-hmm. help women specifically and I happened to hear about this company called Elevest on a podcast back in 2017, which is really about getting more women into the hands of, uh, or getting more women into, oh my gosh, I can't even speak today. The Monday thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting more money into the hands of women. <laughs> so we yes. Like, oh. <laughs> snap, snap,
0: snaps. Snap, snaps.
1: And I just started following them and was like, oh my God, this work is so cool. And then happened to be looking at their careers pages one day and found this role. And interviewed for it and here I am <laughs> six ish months into working for them. So
0: Yeah. That's, that's where awesome. I'm at
1: now. Yeah. So yeah, it's exciting. Money coach. I do a little more like personal financy stuff than I did at Morgan Stanley. So really talking to women about I mean everything. We are we are an investment advisor, but I'm talking primarily spending my days talking about like how to manage and get out of debt, how to budget, like how to strategically invest your money for retirement and things like that. And really trying to help women lay that foundation and get that knowledge so they feel really confident in what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because mm-hmm. I feel like I work with so many incredible women who are like, kicking ass in their careers and like earning a lot of money, but they're like, I don't know what to do with it. So then they're falling behind, mm-hmm. right? In the long, in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things so really trying to just give these women the facts and the information they need so that they can go make these really intelligent and strategic decisions for themselves that's going to benefit in the long run that's like my whole my whole thing
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's I mean, a good goal yeah. for sure yeah. i <laughs> i remember the first time i stumbled across Elevest's. Instagram I think I found them on Instagram and it's just like it's like this is really cool and it makes the idea I mean to me investing and money and all of that can feel really daunting and complex yeah Yeah, they make it they make it seem a lot more approachable Mm -hmm. and it's just all things career and money I love how you guys Mm -hmm. do workshops that are like it's like ten bucks to do the workshop, even if you're not a member, which is just it's easy, accessible, and it's good stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't t- know. Dip your toes in. I really love the vibe. Oh the vibe yay! For
1: sure. Love. It. I can it. <laughs> yeah. <that>. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and also, I want to just note, Lynn and I are coming at this with absolutely no knowledge. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. We don't, we don't know, anything. know. We have no clue about. All we know is. The word investing and it's like putting money into something and, and then hopefully, hopefully getting grows. something back. Maybe sometimes yeah. it Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all we know. That's all we know. That that's literally it. <laughs> so um excuse Oh my God, oh my I love your, the cat your mug. mug, is amazing. Oh thank you. <laughs> yeah, she got a cat yeah. mug, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun it.
1: fact about me, if I can just like of course. say this just so you know who I am as a human. Um my favorite <laughs> thing in the world is like to collect honey kitchen items okay, oh good my like my 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 like spoon rest says spoon me and like all of my mugs <laughs> are puns I don't and my kitchen I don't know why it's just like I, I love it I love good. that yeah I love
0: that it's you must be really specific really easy to buy for at Christmas time oh, yeah. <laughs> you think I always or, buy them for myself <laughs> I was gonna say I was like either yes or it's like mm, stay away from it that's my thing like I'm really particular <laughs> I'm really about particular my things, about it, it and like a specific yeah. pun yeah, it has to be a pun.
1: good it has to be a good pun mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah, there's definitely bad puns <laughs> I mean,
0: but I'm anyway so sure. sorry not to get off of investing <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's okay a little spice a little spice so I guess let's just start off with like what is investing <laughs> so we gave our our beginners yeah. our beginners like maybe this is what it is yeah <laughs> definition totally what would you say investing is
1: yeah so you were actually like what you said was on point right so it Essentially, is investing is using your money to buy investments, so things like stocks or bonds or alternatives, which we'll definitely talk you know, more in depth about, mm-hmm. but the high level is that it's putting your money to work with the idea, with the hope that those investments gain value over time, so you're you know, earning more with those, right? As your individual investments go up, the value of your investment account will go up as well. With the plug that your investments can also go down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's the risk with investing, right? They can go up, which is great and what you want, but they definitely can go down. But the big difference here between like investing and like saving is that saving, like you know, putting money into like your typical account at your bank, that money is insured for up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars by the FDIC. So like, no matter what happens in the market. Or with that bank, like, you'll get that money back. That's different from investing. Investing involves this element of risk. Just because the value of your investments can go up and down. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But
1: historically, you know, what we've seen in the past over the long term, if you're investing, like, in a diversified portfolio, it has positive returns overall. And obviously, we can't guarantee that for the future. But that's how we, how, how we think about it, right? Over the past, it's gone up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you say, you decide we've got a, we've got a listener and they're like, okay, cool. Sounds great. I want to grow yeah. my money. What, <laughs> yeah. what next? Like where, where do you, in, like, what, is there like 1-800-invest-my-money? Do you, invest my money? Do you like, go to the bank? Do you, do you, do you go, go to there, the bank? Is there a website? Like what's the, do you not go to, do not do investment? it on the website? Yeah. Is website
1: bad? No, you can. You actually, like all of those are technically options. <laughs> what you want to do is you need to have an account somewhere, right? So from like most people that Easiest one is usually something offered through their employer. So if they have like a 401k or a 403b, that tends to be, it's, I will say, it's not necessarily the best for their goals or whatever it is, but that tends to be the easiest place to start, just because it's already available to you. You can get that money like deducted off, of, you know, from your paycheck, and like you mm-hmm. don't even have to
0: worry about mess it, mess
1: with it too much beyond just being aware that that's happening. <laughs> and you do want to choose the right strategy for you but that's like this really really easy way to just start dipping your toes in it especially if you get like an employer match like if they'll match a certain amount of money that you put in there like you want that it's basically it's, it's basically free money right like you don't want to say no to that yeah <laughs> oh, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah but otherwise like there's there's online platforms right like Vest is a registered investment advisor so you can invest your funds with us, Um, Mm. we select your portfolio and things like that. We're picking the investments for you, but you'd open an account with us and we will create that portfolio for you based on your goals. But you could do that anywhere, right? There's a ton of different providers that you like hear about in the news all the time. And then there's places like where I used to work. That's more of a wealth management firm that you'd have like a actual financial advisor that you would maybe be like picking that stuff for you as well. Um, But it's really, you can like quite literally Google it, Mm -hmm. um, get started somewhere. Usually I'd say just find an an account that like, you know what you're getting into, like read the information. Don't just go like trading stocks just because you hear about it, you know, in the news or something like that. Um, That tends to be a bad play in the long run. Usually you're not going to end up well, Yeah. but it's really that simple, like find a Provider, I guess you could say that you trust. Ideally, one that has really, really low fees, you know, for what you're needing, and get started just a little bit at a time, and then learn more about it. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like the idea of like googling and like doing it myself is so. I like I don't trust my knowledge. I feel yeah. like I don't trust my. I, the idea of working with someone from Vest, somebody that like has more knowledge, is going to like help pick specific plans or com- like things to invest in yeah for me that works with like my financial situation that's like best for me like totally. that because otherwise I'm just gonna be like this one seems super popular click <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like click, click. <laughs> it takes all my money <laughs> but I think a registered investor is an investing advisor a res- registered investing mm-hmm. advisor I think that sounds Very like a keyword. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, no, it's cool. And it's really, it depends on you, right? Some people really enjoy like researching things, yeah. and they want yeah. to know all about it, right? And that's wonderful, and do you all day. I'm not going to stop you. But there's a lot of people who either don't have the time, don't have the desire, don't have the knowledge or really want to have that knowledge. Um, and it's great to have, you know, companies that are doing the right thing for their clients and, and trying to figure out the the best way to serve their particular goals. So I love it. I mean, I definitely think it's all about finding, you know, and I, I love Ellevest, right. I will plug Ellevest like all day, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no matter, like ultimately I'd rather somebody choose somewhere that they trust and they feel like they're getting the right service and the right value because like it's your money and you need, you need to feel c- content and happy and like, know know what you're doing yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. that's really like the big that's really like the big thing is that it's your future and like just be in control of that future
0: <laughs> yeah I mean especially with something like investing because it is a risk you're not I mean mm-hmm. Vest offers a lot lots of services and you don't have to just talk about investing but when if you are specifically yeah. talking about investing there it's there's risk in there and it's a lot of the times we're putting money away in hopes that it will grow and, like, we're going to use it in the future for, like, retirement or whatever. So yeah. you want someone that you're going to trust that feels right. It's got to be a good fit in both ways, like a two-way street kind of thing. Totally. I think that's a, a great point. Another question that we had was when when is a good time to start investing? Oh, yeah. Is it? it yeah. Should you wait until you have like a certain amount in your bank account? Should like you be investing age? when you're like a little crouton, like in high school? <laughs> like when is a good time to start?
1: Yeah, my favorite thing to say is that the best time to start investing is yesterday. Okay. Um, just because. So there are there are totally nuances. You're right. Like there are things you need to do, mm-hmm. but your be- When it comes to investing, your best friend is time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can't get that time back. So if you are able to start investing when you are super young like do it like you are going to serve yourself in the long run and you're going to be so stoked that you do it just ask my sisters i have been pestering them for freaking ever i mean i won't be quite so aggressive with people that i'm not you know related to but like oh my God, all the time i'm like do this hey do this invest 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 but there are some things that you want to make sure that you've got in place like if you're working to pay off high interest debt, for instance, like you, you might want to, you know, pump the brakes or like wait to get started until that high interest debt is taken care of, or if you have like no emergency savings, mm. you want to make sure you've got something in place there. Um, because it's obviously really important. And you don't want to have to tap those investments to cover some sort of emergency situation.
0: So it sounds like if you're in a serious amount of debt or would you just say like debt in general you want to make sure that you at least have something like cushion cu- some cushion somewhere my question is like if you're if someone's in a pretty decent amount of debt which a lot of people yeah. are especially at a like younger school. age college is expensive totally. and life is expensive so if you've got someone that's in a decent amount of debt would you say like wait on investing until that kind of like gets to a certain point or Yeah, it actually
1: really has to do with um, the interest rates on those debts, right? So the kind of debt you're carrying and like what's associated with that. So in general, I would say if you have debt that it has an interest rate of like 5% or below, so think like a lot of student loans, right? Because that tends to be like the biggest debt, you know, folks are carrying. If it's 5% or below, I actually usually only recommend making those minimum payments on your loans, and then prioritizing other things, right? So with your extra dollars, if you don't have an emergency fund yet, definitely get that built up. But in theory, once you kind of get those basics covered, if the only debt you have is 5% or less interest, totally start to invest. Just because what we see here is that historically, long-term returns on investments are higher than the interest rates that you'd be working to pay off, so you'd actually be better off by investing those dollars. Mm -hmm. On that flip side, if you've got high interest debt, to think like credit card debt, maybe some personal loan debt that has interest rates that are pretty substantial, like 10% or above, you definitely want to prioritize those debts before really focusing on investments just through the same logic, right? If we compare those interest rates to historic like long-term investment returns, your debt interest rates are a lot higher. So you'd actually be doing yourself a disservice by prioritizing investments while these like debt interests are accruing. Mm. So it really comes down to like the the interest rate you're paying on the debt um, and somewhat your comfort level. Like I generally have clients who are like, I just am so stressed out carrying any sort of debt. Like then you can make a a solid game plan to maybe pay it off a little bit faster. But if you have like debt, so right, we talked about like, less than 5% higher, higher than 10%. If it's between that, usually I I end up suggesting some sort of like split the middle, right? Like some of it's going to investing, some of it's going to getting the debt paid off faster. Um, But that's where it can be really beneficial to either like work with a professional, or just learn a lot of this information, learn the different choices that you have, and then just make the decision that feels the best to you. Mm -hmm. Because money, we talk about this all the time at Ellevest, money is like the number one source of stress for women. So if you can make these steps to just feel less anxious, like that's going to be doing you a service in the long run.
0: Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so in terms of like when to invest in, in the idea of like starting, sup- not super young, but starting younger is always better. Am I, I remember yeah. our dad saying something to us because mm-hmm. he I think he was trying to explain. Well, he's, yeah, our dad's like, <laughs> thinking Our about retirement so-, so he's kind yeah. of at the end of his career and yeah. he never invested yeah he like did lots of savings he did his 401k his 401k and stuff but he never really like invested invested mm-hmm. and I it sounds like he might like regret it a bit because and he is like a very low risk low risk kind of guy low risk kind of yeah. guy and he, he is kind of he was he was kind of saying to us like yeah I might I might, I might look into that look into because because the the market tends to like it it dips and it goes up and it dips and goes up. But like when you're younger, you have more of a chance of like taking it, it out in. on if it goes up. Down, it co- yeah. Then like totally. But right now he's like a little bit older. If he were to invest now, it's even riskier now for him because yeah. he's older. But he had he had said something to me that I was like okay that makes sense. Was he was like for example if you were to invest in let's say a startup and then the startup over the next, like, 10 years or 20 years or so becomes mm-hmm. the next Apple, then that's a good – it's a good t- – it's good for you to, to invest, invest in, in because now. you have the lifespan and the time for it to yeah. grow. Whereas, let's say, grandma is looking to invest. She <laughs> might, want, might not want to put her money into something that's going to take decades to come right. back to her because grandma's a little bit older. But <laughs> – but I was like, okay, that makes sense. And it was a good sort yeah, of yeah. visual for me to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought of another question is when you were putting putting an investment into something, is it usually like a one-time payment sort of thing? Or do they, do they ask for multiple payments when oh, you're that's investing? A good
1: yeah. So um, really the only time you run into that kind of stuff where they're like asking for more capital from you would be – Like private placements um, and like alternative investments, which are like a whole fricking arena in itself. Like this is like a whole part of investing that's actually super interesting, um, but pretty complex, right? You definitely like if you're doing that kind of stuff, you usually need to have a pretty substantial net worth to even qualify to be investing in those types of things. But you want to be working with someone who like. Knows the ins and outs of that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So for like your average investor, that's usually not what's happening. For your average investor, whether it's through like your 401k or if you have like an individual retirement account, like an IRA, or just like a regular brokerage account, um, like at a firm, you can put in however much you want. I mean, there's there's limits on like retirement accounts of how much you can put in each year. Um, But in general, you can, you know, you can put in however much you want whenever you would like to. There's not going to be like capital requirements from you. You don't have to keep investing. Like you, you know, if you take like uh, an individual stock or like a share of an ETF, which is like an exchange traded fund, right. It's like a, you're buying like a little mini basket full of different stocks and bonds and stuff. If you buy one share of an ETF. Like you own that, you're you don't have to do anything with it afterward if you don't want to, and they're not going to require you to, you know, like pay more money or anything like that. Usually, that's only
0: in the like very
1: complex investing space that I'm not usually messing with.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I'll just like pop in my twenty bucks, and then a couple decades down the line, pull out my two mil.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Really low key rate of return there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Love it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's definitely good. Like
1: the be- the best thing to do is just like invest as consistently as you can, right? Like find mm. an amount that works for you. Again, like assuming you've got kind of these like financial foundational things in check, find what amount you can af- you can afford and make sense for you, and like just put it away each month or every quarter or whatever you can, and watch it grow over time and get really excited. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got wood. <laughs> yeah. So you keep mentioning stocks. Oh yeah. Shares. Yeah. What are those? Yeah. So what is yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So very simply, stocks are just a small slice of ownership in a company. So the term, you know, shareholder, which gets thrown around a lot, that is out there because um that little slice of stock is called a share. So when you own it, you become a shareholder of that particular company. So, you know, the idea with stocks is that as the value of the company grows over time, your the value of your share also grows and therefore it's worth more than you bought it for at some point and you're better off. It could go the other way too, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of the like really high level gist with, with stock. Okay. There's other types of asset classes, right? Like other types of investments or things you can invest in like bonds. And basically the bond is like an IOU That like a company or a government can give out to investors. So they're they're borrowing money from the investor who buys that bond. And then um, in return, that like company or that government will pay that money back at a specific point in the future, usually some money along the way as well. Right. So there's high level of stocks, the high level of bonds. And then there is this other category called alternatives that I kind of touched on, which is like kind of encompasses pretty much anything that's not a stock or a bond, right? It's a really big category, but it could be like, even like real estate, right? Like purchasing real estate is considered like an alternative investment um, a lot of the time, um, or like energy or buying gold or something like that is, and then there's also the really like crazy complex stuff that requires you to be like super wealthy, to do but all of these like come together most of the time in a portfolio usually it's more stocks and bonds for like the average person because alternative investments can get real risky sometimes Uh, but those all come together in theory in like a nice big portfolio um, and work together and they all kind of fluctuate at different times but overall you know go up in in the long run in in theory or historically they have Mm -hmm
0: if you had to choose between a stock or a bond, is one like easier or better than the other? Or is it just like, they're just different, yeah. and they work differently? And
1: they're kind of the latter. Um, So like on, in the general sense of things, like what, like a really high level way to think about it is that stocks are a little riskier, but they offer a higher potential return in the long run. And bonds are a little bit less risky but usually offer less of a return in the long run that's like the really high level in reality there's a whole spectrum of stocks there's a whole spectrum of bonds there's a whole spectrum of funds that comprise you know both of those and they can be really 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 risky or not like pretty you know not safe investments like that's kind of a bad (laughs) phrase for it but like a much less risky Um, investment, right? So there's a spectrum between between all of these, but in general, bonds offer less of a return. So we tend to say like, if you are a younger investor or you're investing for a really long time, right? Think like you're in your twenties or thirties or forties and you're investing for retirement, you're not going to be touching that money for decades, right? So most likely your portfolio is going to have um, more stocks or something like that than bonds, just because they offer that that better return, and that your time horizon, your risk level allows for those you know those fluctuations that we see in the market to kind of ride ride those out. The other thing to think about with that is just like your personal tolerance for it, right? It really depends on the goal that you want to accomplish. For instance, like something that's pretty cool about LVS is that we really focus on goals-based investing. So it's not Mm. about like beating the market, right? It's not about beating like the S&P 500. It's about taking your goal and your timeline for your goal and choosing the most appropriate investments for that. So the way that your investments are are allocated, like in your retirement account, are going to be a lot different than say like a home goal that, You need the money in five years, right? There's probably going to be a lot more bonds and and less and more conservative, less risky investments in that other goal, that home goal, because your timeline is much shorter and we want to make sure that, you know, those mark you know, there's less time to ride out those waves, just like your dad was talking about.
0: Yeah. He's a smart cookie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When is there some sort of tell tell tells of when it's good to pull out and take your money and, you know, make- oh, yeah, like cash I had in re- your investment. I literally just yeah. I was like, is there a proper time to pull <laughs> out of <a> your <new> investment?
1: <laughs> so that's like, honestly, it really depends on like your advisor or who's like mm-hmm. managing your investments. Like a lot of different advisors have these different sell theories, right? Like they that's when they decide that it's appropriate to get out of like a particular holding or something like that. Or, um, you know, for portfolio managers, like our investments team at Ellevest or other investment teams, they're just constantly like evaluating different funds and different, like the state of the economy and all that kind of stuff. And they're going to kind of make those, those long-term decisions and maybe play around with the portfolio. Mm. But in general, really like the best thing to do is not freak out about, dips it can be really really hard to do um especially Mm. when you first get when you're first getting started with investing um it can be really hard to see like even you know you're like oh my god I lost five dollars you know and it's like Uh, it's okay but um the best thing to do is kind of sit tight and know that ultimately like your goal is this long long far away thing like investing The, the most successful investing is kind of sticking to that long-term strategic plan and not not freaking out about all of the noise or, like, the bullshit that you hear from some people about some stuff. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's
1: going to that's gonna erode your earnings, usually, actually, so you don't want to mess around
0: with it. Don't get spooked. Don't yeah. Get spooked. It's hard not I like to. I get to. I mean, I get it, but yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I... I know this is oh, so different. I feel like I felt that way the first time I gambled. At like, I went to the casino for the first time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, all my money. Not <laughs> that you should keep going when you're. It's different, but so, <laughs> but it, I feel like you get like a similar yeah. sense of like, oh my god, that's all it's all gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would honestly like gambling is very similar to like day trading, right? Like, mm. it's, that, it's, it's 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 very speculative, right? Like you're you don't know. (laughs) I mean, people think they know and maybe they do know something that I don't know, but usually they don't. And that's why, you know, for like serious, like that's why I said long-term investing is the best route, right? You're not messing around with these things all the time and feeling like you're gambling and you don't know what's going to go on because that's scary. Oh my God. I can't do that. I freak out. I mean, I'm like, you know, like in this world all the time and I'm, but i just like i can't when even when people like put a lot of money on like sports and stuff i'm like but do you know what you could do if you like put that into an investment account like (laughs) that's literally how i I think about that that probably makes me like a huge loser but i'm just like "But but like what if we compounded this amount of money over time like that's much
0: better, than, like, <laughs> you know. We're gonna have you stand at, like when the world reopens fully and they start having like those horse races. We're gonna put you at the like bet, <laughs> the bet thing, and you're gonna be like, guys, with your with your can, little L of us. yeah, uh, little stand. L of us. Yeah. stand. Over here, come over here. I can help you. Here. Yeah, exactly. It's the difference between like wanting this uh, metaphor, or whatever, like came to my mind. Like people that like want to lose weight really fast, yeah. And then they'll do like the the like get thin fast diet, mm-hmm. and that's like gambling. Like hopefully, they will fast. They want. The they'll do fast. it fast. Yeah. Versus making like a healthy lifestyle change, <laughs> and like totally. that's like better for the for the long run, and like you'll hit your goals that way.
1: That's a great. Analogy. I've never even thought about that that way, but I'm going to use that. Like sometimes sometimes (laughs) every.
0: You're welcome. You're (laughs) welcome. You know. (laughs) So having the money in your savings account and then money that you invest, how much Mm -hmm. would you say? like should we do 50/50 invest oh, 100% like how much to invest my money in my savings and then, and then invest the rest into like the world or is it like 60/40 like what would your recommendation be how much should if, we be putting in the savings one. account and yeah. how much should we be sprinkling out into the magical investment world
1: The only things that I think you really need to keep super liquid right things like cash like in a bank account or a high yield savings account is your emergency fund and then if you have any like really short term goals like think like one or two years before you need the money that you definitely want to keep like safe liquid in those bank or high yield savings accounts for like an emergency fund, for instance, that I recommend anywhere from three to six months worth of take home pay. Right. So like figure out what you on average are getting, you know, each month Mm -hmm. deposit into your account, multiply that by three or five or six or whatever you're comfortable with. And then that's what you want to work towards for your, super safe emergency fund,
0: Mm.
1: if you don't have any like high interest debt that you're working to pay off, you can do that while also like investing for retirement, let's say, right? While also investing for the long-term, you definitely want to prioritize those like liquid savings to make sure that, you know, you're covered in an emergency, but you can still like dabble in, in the long-term stuff, right? You know, It's not just one or the other, but in general, you do want to prioritize those those high, uh emergency savings first and kind of get to that that threshold it really depends so like some people are really comfortable with three months worth of take-home pay if you have if you're like a homeowner or if you um like live with a partner and only one of you is like earning income maybe you want it to be a little bit on the higher side just because there's higher risk yeah. there or if you're like mm-hmm. if you're self-employed usually we recommend kind of being on the higher side of that and even having like a a buffer, like a cash buffer account. But if there's months where like your income is variable and low, you can pull from that to make sure you can meet all of your needs. Um, But kind of figuring out what works for you in that, you know, and on that spectrum and then really prioritizing as much as you can getting there. But you can definitely, again, if you don't have this like high interest debt that you want to tackle you can definitely do like, you know, 401k or IRA contributions or something like that. Again, especially if you mm-hmm. have this match through your employer, like you, you want to do that for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. So 401ks are a form of investing and not, but I f- not all companies offer a 401k. Mm hmm. If, there, if your company doesn't offer a 401k, is there a way to kind of, like, get and, inv- like, do that for yourself? Totally. On your own? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, 401k or, like, 401k, 403b, 457, It just like, it just depends on if you're, like, a public or a private employee, etc. But these, like, employer-sponsored plans they are these, this like investment vehicle, right? So you you contribute the money to this this account and then you invest within that account in the same kind of stuff that you could invest outside of it, right? It's like the funds of stocks and bonds and stuff like that. If you don't have that available to you, um, even if you do have it available to you, actually, you as long as you're earning income, you can contribute to an individual retirement account, an IRA, and that you can set up Again, wherever, like we talked about before, somewhere that you're comfortable, that you trust that company or that person or whatever, um, could you certainly open one at L of S. Mm. Um, But that is available as long as you're earning income in that year, you can contribute, you know, in that same year to that account. There are limits on it. The IRS imposes limits on how much you can contribute. Even it does to a 401k as well. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have like an employer plan at work, you can use the IRA as like the first step of your retirement investing because there's some tax advantages to mm-hmm. to investing in those those types of accounts.
0: I was at a job where I did have a four oh one K and then I got a new job and the place the the company I worked for didn't have a four oh one K and I was like, bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it, it's and then and then I I opened a Roth IRA account. <laughs> Yeah. Snaps. Snaps Snaps for me. (laughs) So I wanted to make sure we touched on that because I thought I was like SOL. Yeah, definitely. It's
1: definitely a really great thing to do. Like I said, I think it's like the first, the best first step with retiring or retiring, oh my gosh, with investing is this retirement piece, right? Because that is pretty much what you like in theory want the most money for, right? So you can essentially replace your like employment income and it takes a long time unless you are earning crazy amounts of money, it takes a long time to allow for that to grow. So definitely that's like what I usually recommend, you know, either the IRA or 401k or something like that. That's usually the first place to go. And then once you're on track for that, you could do something like a taxable investment account or something else to to build like general wealth.
0: Yeah, I think that the idea of our future selves, especially when we're a little bit, little bit younger, can be forgotten a lot. Mm-hmm. Even- I took one of the L.L. Vest workshops that they were like how to ask for the promotion or how to ask for your raise one. Yeah, and it was with uh, Gayla, I believe her. She's is that the, how
1: you? She's the best. Yeah, Gaila. I,
0: I really Gala. loved her. She was great. She was awesome. She was like, "Can I get an L? Yeah." I was like, "L yeah!" <laughs> 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 um, but she had said something like, "If you, you know, if you let's say you get offered a new job and the salary is like whatever and you don't negotiate, mm-hmm. then like." And then she goes through all of the numbers of like how much you kind of screw your future self by not asking even for what feels like mm-hmm. it's fine. I don't need that extra like 5K or I don't need that extra yeah. even just like 1K. But over time, it really makes a difference. And over time, like investing and doing putting money and time into your finances and all of that for your future. Self. for your future self can really make a huge a huge difference in and mm-hmm. what you've got in your in your money.
1: Totally. Yeah. So we hear a lot about, you know, like gender pay gaps and and, and racial pay gaps and things like that. And there's a lot of information out there on those. And I I don't even need to like go into them for, you know, us all to know like what's Mm -hmm. up with that. One thing like that sometimes it's becoming more and more prevalent to talk about, but something that we at Ellevest like to talk about a lot is actually the um, wealth or investing gender gap like that's going on there. And basically, for every dollar that like a white man owns, right, not just earns, but actually like keeps, overall, women own about 32 cents, right? There's a big gap yeah. there. And it's crazy because women tend to live longer, <laughs> so actually need money longer. We have, you know, a lot of the times where our our salary curves are different. We're taking more breaks from employment and things like that throughout our lives on, on average. So it's just, I mean, obviously we want to like accumulate wealth and and security and stuff for ourselves, but it's crazy how much of a gap there is. And it gets even more dramatic, right? Like there's this huge racial wealth gap, right? Like Mm -hmm. black women and and Latinx women are keeping like one penny.
0: Something Mm -hmm. like really, (laughs)
1: really, really, really ridiculous and really, really Sad and unfortunate, and like obviously, you know, I personally, personally, and my company that I work for are like dead set on changing this. Yeah. Um. But it's so it's so important because like it's it's great to be rich one day, right? Like that's awesome. We all love to talk about that, and it's fun and stuff, and like the things you can buy. But like investing and and accumulating wealth is so much more than that. Like it's security for you and your family and future Mm -hmm. generations, right? It's maybe it gives you the confidence to start a business Mm -hmm. that you otherwise would not have done because you feel insecure. Maybe it's the ability to walk away from an extremely toxic situation or relationship Mm -hmm. because you are not depending on someone for money right like it can be so so powerful to start doing these things beyond like getting rich one day and and buying fun toys right like that's well that's wonderful but that's really not why a lot of the people that do this do what they do Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's about helping people get to this place of like confidence an ability to make choices for themselves because they want to not because they have to yeah. or they need a paycheck or they need to stay in some sort of terrible situation because they quite literally cannot afford otherwise. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that you said that. Yeah. Something that we've talked about on the podcast before is that, you know, money because they, you know, people say money can't buy you happiness, money's not the most important thing in the world and that is true in some aspect, but it's also money is a huge factor in our lives, and mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. it it can bring it dictates it a lot opportunity, of opportunity, mm-hmm. comfort, shelter, yeah. and I like a lot of times companies aren't like paying people like the bare minimum that they need to like survive in the places like I know when we yeah. got our first salaries or offer letters or whatever and in, we lived in New York City and we were just like okay i guess <laughs> yeah i guess i'll go get a shoebox somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and, like i don't so uh, and now like a little further off in my career, there like, my salary has grown, I've like gotten more comfortable with negotiating, and I've gotten more comfortable like asking for what I mm-hmm. what I actually deserve. Um, and I'm in a place where like, I can afford to like, not to like live in a, a safe space to live where I, I want to live, yeah. which is, you know, something I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm not, you're not dependent on anyone else. You're not it it brings opportunity and freedom and choices which is every something every single human being should have yeah for sure
1: totally yeah. totally agree
0: so i that kind of brought up a question for me of like is there any credentials other than like having a dollar bill that you need to have in order to invest
1: no to have like your own account there's usually like age requirements and stuff like that, you know, like you need to be a, a, an adult or like a, not a minor, but you can still, right. There's there's like custodial accounts and there's stuff like that, but they're not really right? like, if you want to do some sort of like retirement account specific investing, right. Like the, the IRA, you do need to have earned income in that year. Right. So you do need to be working with the exception. There's actually spousal IRAs. So um, for folks who, are are not working but do have a, a working spouse, you you still can actually have the opportunity usually to contribute to an IRA and which is an individual account, right? That's your your account. But in general with like the retirement specific investing, you do need to have earned income, but it's six the, the maximum amount you can contribute to that account this year is six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So as long as you have six thousand dollars of earned income, you can contribute all of it. If you make three thousand dollars this year you can contribute three thousand or you know, whatever it is. There's there's nuances here that I just have to say those exist, right? But no, you really can get started very simply with a dollar. Like quite literally a dollar can mm. can buy you
0: some something. Some shares of some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm also like I'm wondering, do you some, can sometimes maybe you don't need a dollar because I, on Gilmore Girls, remember Richard made an investment in Lorelei's name and then 30 years later he was like here's your here's your investment here's yeah, your payout he, so he but Lorelai got the investment money she but she when she was a baby she didn't have a. so maybe yeah maybe you can ask like someone to invest in yeah. your name <laughs> is that what you're saying yeah <laughs> you could do
1: like you could do <laughs> I mean if you're if you're the best thing is that to really understand what investing is at about when you're old and then ask your your Parent to yeah, open it, an totally. investing account, ah, but right. okay, yeah, you know, that's that's the ideal situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can. There's things like custodial accounts or like trusts and stuff like that that are like for the benefit of someone who's not necessarily like directly investing themselves, right? There's this whole avenue of things that are possible
0: <laughs> i have i have this friend and um i remember I, I met her when we were younger i think we might have been like 19 or something and i met her in the city and she was like she was she had her she had an apartment in uh like in the heart of the city and all of, she was doing all this stuff and i was like i was like this girl has she must have so much money and i remember <laughs> she told me one day she was like i am financially independent i don't rely on my parents for any money and I started investing at a really young age and I pay for all of this with my investment money. I'm like, holy oh, okay. Holy guacamole. What? <laughs> she was like I, Good for I, her. That's I awesome. took my Christmas money and I invested it and it came back to me nicely and that was that. I was like, Oh shit, I need to get in get, get on that. start investing. <laughs> on that.
1: Yeah. The power of time. It's crazy. Like my favorite thing to do. Um, they have these like these are very simplified calculators, I will say, right? Because Like investments go up and down. So you can't do this with like a simple, like Google search calculator, but there are like investing calculators where you just enter like your age and the age that you want to retire, right? And like how much you're going to invest each month or something like that. And what you think your expected return is and like entering it at say 30 and you want to retire at 65, let's take like really traditional. Mm Mm-hmm and then entering it at 35 and then retiring at 65, like there's a crazy difference, like hundreds Mm. of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. in difference um, or more, just depending on how much you can invest by like waiting, you know, to, to get started. Again, like we suggest waiting to get started if you've got, you know, some other things you have to take care of that to get your financial foundation all set. But like, I, I, I will show this to all of my friends. Like, this is what I talk mm. about all the time. And I'm like, you need to get serious. I'm going to show you why. Look at this calculator. Do you see this? Like, wow. like okay, so let's relax. It's going to be okay. I'm like, it's not going to be okay. You have to start now. <laughs>
0: money is, uh, you have. This is your money. You just need to get it. You just need to claim it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: So as we start winding down here, is there any other... Investment things that we want to bring to the forefront, or something that we haven't covered yet that you want to that you want to cover before we uh, yeah do peachy clean.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: we covered a lot.
1: Yeah, we did a lot of good stuff here. <laughs> I think the best thing is that it's really about just getting started, even small and like learning as you go. This happens particularly for women more so than men. But um, I mean, the the like myth is that women are risk averse and that's mm. actually very untrue or just mm-hmm. more risk aware <laughs> uh, but that that comes with that we really want to know and this this is not i mean there's this happens more with with women but this really applies to anybody like don't be afraid of this stuff get started and learn as you go because the longer you hold off just thinking okay I need to know every single thing there is to know about investing to get started like the more you're missing out yeah but there's also so many resources out there to teach you that stuff right whether it's Elevest or somewhere else there's a lot of good companies and good people who will help you understand this so that you can feel really really confident in it and mm-hmm. it's it's really about like getting started taking small steps and then just Forgetting about it, quite honestly, yeah, for a while, you know? it.
0: Set it and forget it. Set it and
1: forget it. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> favorite. People, I'm, I guess an, an exception. I actually look at my my accounts and stuff like every single day, but it doesn't faze me. I don't recommend that for most people. Um, but I have to say, like, I I practice yes for like a living, you know. So it doesn't it doesn't freak me out, right? I don't I really don't care if the markets are having a bad Monday. Um it doesn't bother me,
0: but it most likely will bother someone else. Yeah. yeah. So
1: shut it and forget it. Shut it and forget it. That's like the best thing to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it fluctuates, so so often that like that's again like I I think about like somebody that gets on the scale every single day versus someone Mm -hmm. that gets on the scale once a week or once Mm -hmm. once a month type of thing Mm -hmm. you know yeah
1: totally and it's like really figuring out what's going to be right for you not just with that but like this whole all of finance stuff there's so much to know and so much to think about that it can be like so overwhelming that you just don't want to yeah. do anything right you just like kind to stick your head in the sand because it can be scary and it can be like what how do I possibly accomplish all of these goals and all of these different things that everybody else is doing but it's like breaking it down into <laughs> these small steps that you can take and then you really start to like get consistent with what you're doing and then you're gonna wake up one day and be like Oh damn! Look at what I did.
0: That's <laughs> gotcha. my money. That's for That's me. For me? Okay, yeah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I think that can be the the idea of just sort of needing to start and then and then figuring the figuring out kind of as you go can be applied to many mm-hmm. different aspects of life. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about even just the uh-huh. way that we started this podcast. Like, you know, sometimes you can try and like flush it out and have everything perfect before you go but the ch- chances are like it's gonna, add you're gonna, and start, you're gonna change your strategy yeah you're gonna start and then you're gonna need to shift things and you're gonna need, you know whatever else so sometimes it's good to just yeah. sort of take that first step and you know there's resources for you to go out and get the not the bare men but get a good base of, of knowledge mm-hmm. and especially things with like your money yeah, yeah. it can be really scary to to Throw away some of your money and not necessarily throw away, but you know, give away some of your money and be like, okay, I maybe I don't have all of the information, but it's it's going to just okay. like hope that it grows. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's good to yeah. jump out of your comfort zone. It is, it is. I think about it a lot. I I
1: equate it. I feel like everyone has had that experience where they're like looking for jobs and they look at a job description and they're like, oh, well. I don't have that exact one skill of fifteen mm-hmm. they're looking for, so I definitely am not going to get this job. Like, you yeah. know, way. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like you, you could you could do it, right? And it holds a lot of people back from applying for jobs that they would probably kick ass
0: at. Yeah.
1: And then there's a lot of people who look at that and are like, "Well, whatever, I'll go for it anyway," and they just figure it out, and it's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing,
0: mm-hmm. right? That
1: happens so much, and we as as women and, and non binary folks need to like
0: yeah do it just
1: go for it yeah Um, (laughs) yeah. but that's like that's what I equate it to all the time like it's just about getting started and and going for it and learning as you go and feeling more and more confident because that it will come right the more you pay attention and and find those resources to learn the more comfortable you're going to get and feel like it's your thing and you you belong there and you're supposed to be doing it
0: yeah, yeah absolutely. I love that. I think that's a good little bow to put on the conversation yeah so we'll we'll just like slide right into peachy clean. Have you uh had a chance to think about something you want to come clean about?
1: <sighs> I don't even know what to say. I was like <laughs> trying to think about this
0: all day, and I was like,
1: I don't know if there's things I need to come clean about um Okay I have like a really quick boring one but then I have like a nice embarrassing story that I can just throw in here okay. that I think about all the time. <laughs> so my really boring come clean is that in um I've been like pers- personally interested in you know finance stuff for a long time but in college I was like bouncing I was always in business or whatever and I was like bouncing around like literally for a while considered doing like accounting which is just no offense to accountants, but like, that that's for me. um, but like the one thing I would not consider was getting a finance degree. i <laughs> like, here I am talking about this. Like, Oh, this is my passion. Like, this is what I want to talk about. I'm on a podcast about investing. So it's just, that's my like kind of weird one. But my, my interesting, embarrassing story just for shits and giggles
0: yeah, yeah.
1: is when I think about that like my friends still, still still tell the stories people <laughs> that we've met love
0: it I'm excited in I love it in yeah. high
1: school in early high school we were across the street from my high school was like a pizza shop and like a smoothie place and like whatever all these things so we would always walk over after school and one day we're like literally crossing the street and the crosswalk and I trip like on the curb and fall and in <laughs> the process of me falling. My pants, like, totally split. Oh, no. And they're all, I'm just, like, kind of laying in the street. I wasn't hurt, but I'm just, like, laying in the street, (laughs) just hanging out with my pants, like, totally torn. My friends are of no help. They're just, like, we're going to stand here and laugh because this is so freaking funny. (laughs) So I just had to, like, continue. I didn't even go home, and I lived, like, down the
0: street. I just was, like, all right, let me...
1: Let me like wrap my uh, mom style, like wrap my
0: okay jacket on my waist. <laughs> and just like
1: keep on keeping on. But oh, I yeah. like looking back and like, why didn't I go home? Like, wow, <laughs> what? Yeah,
0: I mean <laughs> that's you were resourceful. My weird story. If you got if you got the little the little sweater covering it, who cares? Whatever, it's you know smoothie what? time. <laughs> it's
1: but I can't time. even tell you. My friends are like, hey, this is so. Did you know that one time she ripped her pants in public? <laughs> and I'm like. Thanks, thanks for that introduction. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's all there is that. to know
0: about me. That's that's it. <laughs> Lynn, in solidarity, do you wanna tell Sophia your what? rip you were when you ripped the skirt on stage? When I ripped the skirt on stage. For, um, oh hairspray. oh okay. Yeah, t- you have to now. I'll <laughs> tell you a story. I feel like it's not quite as bad, but it is kind of bad. So Nicole and I used to do theater a lot in high school. And I had this we were doing hairspray, uh the musical, and I had mm-hmm. I had this. I had this one little role where I come out. I come out on stage. I do say a little, one line. Dual song. I do a. It's not even a really. I have one line, and okay. then I hop off. i have this, <laughs> this small little cameo of a role, and I'm wearing a pencil skirt. And this character, it's not in the movie, but this character is the jail matron, and she's supposed to be That's kind wrong. of like, like weird. Yeah. And like the director was mm-hmm. like, I want you to like be very awkward and like tug on your like tug like on your skirt, like scratch mm-hmm. your legs, like you're really awkward. And I was like, okay. So on. <laughs> I don't I can't remember if it was opening night. It was it was I mean theater's full of people. We'll say it's opening night. So yeah. on opening night <laughs> I, I I walk out, lights on, full house and I like pull on my skirt and the back just rips open. And on stage also and I think it's good to to sort of paint the scene a little bit here too is that Lindsay's in front of every oh, the whole cast of like a whole cast so Lindsay so the whole cast the saw my bottom thank God I was wearing underwear yeah the audience <laughs> oh my god the audience didn't get to see Lindsay's you know underwear. yeah that and that's why I'm like that wasn't like, I could have been worse like I could have flashed the entire school. school but it was just it was just the cast it was <laughs> it was just the, was just <laughs> the 20 the 20 some odd cast. <laughs> But I, I don't...
1: don't know. Honestly, is that is that not as bad? I like... guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that's pretty bad. <laughs> My friend saw it, but at least the other people I saw were like total strangers in their cars. Yeah, and, like, I guess. I you in, know like, what? Oh that that girl that like
0: ripped her, <laughs> her skirt on. Her skirt on Stan It's all good. But I can't even tell you I, I like because like I said, I was like I'm on and off and on and off. And so like I went on and I went off, and the like <laughs> the costume... God bless... Bond. Yeah. Von, props to you, girl. She was, she, she was, was there. The like ready. she was, like there with safety pins because I had and to had... go back out really quickly. She's like, just turn around. I got it. I got it.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. See, these are the you. these are the experiences that build character. Totally.
0: Yeah. Exactly. 100. <laughs> percent Totally. Yeah. I'm that like so I'm funny. like super calm in a storm. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want to hear a story of perseverance?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got one. <laughs> I felt like 10. Oh my God. Uh, I was like, you have to tell that story in, in solidarity. I'm so glad you did. I feel much better now. Yeah, and you're not, <laughs> not alone. alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay well now you're all peachy clean yeah thank you so much for sharing sharing. yeah (laughs) and thank you so much for carving out a little bit of time this evening to come chat with us we have loved this conversation do you want to sort of roll through where people can find you Mm -hmm. and connect with you and as well as Ella Vest and all of that jazz
1: yeah so you can find me on Instagram my Instagram is Sophia the fig Sophia with an F my last name is Figueroa by the way so just for people who are like the fig uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Sophia the fig L of S Instagram is just L of S um super awesome content there I will say probably more interesting than mine but you can throw me a follow that makes me feel good <laughs> and then L dot com is like the source for all fun things for so the L of S app you can Learn about all these things, or maybe attend one of the workshops um, mm-hmm. that Nicole's attended in the past. Um, they're free actually to members. There's, it's ten dollars if you're if you're not a member, but if you are a member, it's free. But you can find out all that information about us and what we do, and dip your toe in investing if this conversation has inspired you to yeah. rock and roll. Um, yeah, trying to think what else, but yeah, we have a ton of stuff on there that you can always. Hit me up on Instagram if you have yeah. any questions. I suppose. Um Like I said, my my feed is like less fun. I just post. I post a lot of pictures with my dog, actually. So we love dogs. I if mean, anyone likes, if anyone likes pit bulls, ooh, hit me up.
0: Content <laughs> really for cute. days. Love it. Really, really cute. <laughs> <laughs> amazing and as always we'll put all of Sophia and Ella Vest's goodies and information in the show notes so you can go check them out and connect and follow and all of those good things all right peaches that about does it for this week's episode thank you so much for joining us and an extra big thank you to Sophia from the of S team for coming on and chatting with us about all things investment. Definitely go out and give them some support and love. And while you're at it, give us some support and love. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at Let's Talk underscore Peaches. You can find us on all the podcasting platforms and subscribe. And while you're at it, if you want to leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. And share the episode on your Instagram. Share the episode with friends and family. Whatever you can do, we would so much appreciate it. It really helps boost this podcast helps us grow and get out there so yeah i hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you back next monday for a new episode of let's talk peaches bye peaches, bye, peaches. Bye, peaches. i love it. that was good that was good love i love it i love it, I love it.